rozdělá. I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinis. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinis. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this PG and I'm down to dunk. Dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media Daily Thunder.com dash radio 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh, of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. I am Luke. Join this morning by Andrew. Slam through. Taylor. You I won't do what you tell me. Bleep. You I won't do what you tell me. Bleep. You I won't do it. Slam through. <laughs> and Jay. It's <laughs> Jay. I was telling somebody the other day, this is a weird story, but I listened to that first Rage Against the Machine album. Oh, yeah. As an eighth grader. Yeah. Like on the bus going to a basketball game in Yukon. And I was sitting there telling somebody about that. And like, how would you feel if Andrew was listening to that? as a 13-year-old or 14-year-old. I said, not very good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I listened to it really young. I was not really good. young, too. I was like yeah. sixth grade when I was I had was a buddy on the bus that was like, hey, hey. He, you know, we had walk. We had this Discman, you know. Oh, yeah. His had the, the bounce resistance, uh, shock resistance. Anyway, let me listen to it. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> he also felt like a rebel, like on multiple levels, because, you know, Rage Against the Machine is like raging against the machine. Okay, here we go. That's Let's talk cool. about Thunder basketball, y'all. So Thunder lost to the Pelicans oh, because oh, the man. Pelicans out-rebounded them. I think Anthony Davis and Julius Randle almost out-rebounded them by themselves. Yeah, it was the end was 56 to 39 total rebounds. That is 17, po- 17 rebound difference against the Thunder, who are like historically one of the best rebounding teams in the entire NBA. Yeah, I tried to answer the question, like, who's more important, like, defensively, Adams or PG? I, I, like, there's Adams has limitations, as For a sure. big man defender. I mean, there was not a lot that he could do. Jeremy Grant being in foul trouble didn't help. Uh, I think that we should go to a question right now. Do it! Do, 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 do. So this is from uh, at the tweets of Todd. This oh, what is a, a fantastic Twitter handle. It's a great one. So Todd asks, last night was the perfect opportunity. Not last night, but two nights ago. He was asking this yesterday. Oh, I got it. To try the Noel Adams lineup. What in the world was Billy thinking going small when Grant was in foul trouble? They were killing us in the paint. A Twin Towers lineup was basically risk-free there. Yeah, and I, I was just listening to the Dream Team podcast this morning, and Brett was talking about how, I, it was either Brett or Roy said they asked Billy that, and Billy goes, this is not the most um, encouraging thing for Billy. Yeah, we probably should try that going forward. <laughs> it's like, wh- uh, what? <laughs> like, maybe in-game. <laughs> Good suggestion. Yeah, but in theory, like, your one of your better lineups is to go Paul George at the four. Like, you want shooting on the floor, and when you get Noel and Adams on the floor at the same time, like, you may be able to defend a little bit better, and you could rebound a little bit better, which probably does change. I mean, the Thunder were... They, I mean, they absolutely had every chance to win this game. Like, we can talk... We'll probably talk at length mm-hmm. a little bit about... Uh, Alex Sabrinas' final shot and oh, that yeah. play and all that stuff. But but the Thunder were in it to the very end, um, even while getting just dominated on the boards. And 
I think going with that lineup, although it would have provided obviously the help defensively uh, and the help on the boards, it would have, I mean, I think there's no question. I think it would cost them offensively. And so there's a trade off that you have to figure out which one is more important. And for Billy, like, Normally, the defense for this team takes care of itself, and there, it just wasn't, he wasn't able to adjust the way that I think he should have in the middle of that game uh, to maybe do something like that. So I didn't get to watch it as intently as normally I watch the Thunder games, but. Uh, I mean, they took 100 threes. What yeah. did they take? They took 43, 43 threes. They took 43 threes. That's what, that was their game plan. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're wondering, like, why didn't they go Twin Towers? They were trying to kill that lineup that the Pelicans are putting out there by stretching the floor, and it obviously didn't work. Well, and you know what's crazy is defensively, the Pelicans also wanted the Thunder to shoot as many threes oh, yeah. as they took too. Yeah. They were oh, leaving. Yeah. You don't you don't take forty three threes by accident. No, no, no. Def- and, and you watch, they were leaving so many guys open, man, just to help inside mm-hmm. when anyone would cut inside or Steve was and I think that's why they were posting Steve up so much too, was um I don't know, to break down I wanted to talk about that because they were mm-hmm. posting up Steve in the, I think it was the second quarter or the third quarter when Julius Randle was in, and I think it was just to tire Julius Randle out on because offensively, if if he wasn't scoring, he was breaking down everything that our defense was doing. Yeah, and like I said, I, I didn't get to watch it as intently as I normally would, but Stephen Adams only coming down with six rebounds in a game that both teams. I mean, the Thunder shot thirty percent, thirteen of forty three, which is yeah awful but the pelicans were actually worse they shot four of 18 so that's a lot of misses which is why there was such a rebound discrepancy i mm-hmm. guess or why there were so many rebounds we had uh, 17 offensive rebounds to okc's nine like yeah. those things usually don't happen no like, i'm not i'm not super worried about this no, game no, 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 and i'm no. not like even frustrated by the loss i'm almost encouraged after that game more than anything because i think like we've been calling for change with this team offensively for 10 years almost, right? That you know exactly what's going to happen at the end of a game. They're going to walk the ball down the court. They're going to dribble, dribble, dribble until there's three seconds left, and then someone's going to jack something from 38 feet. And that didn't happen. They ran a play. The play was not to get Alex Abrinas the ball. No, they're trying to get Paul George the ball. The play was to get Paul George the ball. Russ drove created an open shot for Alex Abrinas. He dished it to him. That was not that was not the intention, but that was what opened up. Which is good. And he, and he took That's the, what you're supposed he, to do. And he took an open three. Now, if Alex hits that, like what's the storyline today? It's like, wow, Russell really trusts his teammates. He's a changed man. Billy Donovan really has a handle on this offense. But because he missed it, we're talking about why did Russell should have taken it to the basket. Russell should have driven and tried to get fouled by Anthony Davis. Like, okay. To where he would miss one of two free throws. Right. Let's (laughs) just, just hold on just a second. I'll guarantee you that the same people that are saying Russell should have tried to force something are the same people that are saying, why is Russ the one that's always taking the shot at the end of the game? Why is he the, why is why is there no play being run? This is garbage. You can't have it both ways. You can't. This was the re- this was the process that we wanted with this team. This is what what we've wanted for years. And so, like, you can't be mad when it doesn't work. But I think that they're experiencing some growing pains because of it. 
I think the offense is experiencing some growing pains because this team isn't used to playing like this. Russell's not used to playing like this. Paul's not used to playing like this. Steve's not used to playing like this. But if they continue this process, I think come playoff time, this is going to be a better team. Offensively, defensively, everything. This is just going to be a better team. And so just hang on and actually like enjoy the process that they're going through because this is not normal for them, but they're adapting, and it's huge. It's a massive thing for this team. Yeah, and I think you can. It, it's pretty visible with Russell, at <laughs> least, that there are they're growing in this. I think, and I also think the thing that would make this, um, I don't know, more a little bit better. It wouldn't look as as awful, or you wouldn't lose games like this. Is if uh, Alex. Abrinas, at least Alex, but Alex and, and Patrick Patterson, if they're hitting shots, we're hitting shots. Like this game is totally different. If, if that happens, Alex ended up one of five and Patterson, uh, was so bad that, that the thunder were he was looking, two of six. He had a dunk, man. He was, but they were looking off of him. He oh, was, Alex. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying Patrick Patterson. He, he was, hold on one more time. He was literally, I'm about to dunk. He was about to dunk. Abrinas is so dunk. sneaky athletic. Yeah. That's people what, massively underestimate how athletic what we say about white people. Okay, that's true. Can I can I bring something up about that? Is there any just straight up athletic white guy that you would just say they're? Yeah, athletic? Josh McRoberts back in the day. Uh, he was, he's day. extremely sneaky. Who's this kid that plays for the Georgetown? Do you know him, Mac McClung or something like that? This is actually exactly his name. Yeah, I don't know. You should look up a video. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Stop the podcast. Watch me. Hey, Alex Abrinas, that last shot. Yeah. Did Billy say they were trying to get a shot for Paul George? Mm-hmm. He did. Mm-hmm. Okay. The because it was right before that on TV, they were showing the, the timeout and Russ was talking to Alex Abrinas and was like, cut up. And I know that there's options on that play, right? Like yeah, if Paul George doesn't yeah. open, this is where this player is created for Russell get, to do to improvise. Right. Yeah. I get that. But I was just wondering. If he said that, then okay. But I was wondering if they were using that play from the Nets game as a distraction to get a, a better shot, too. It's not what Billy because said. It, okay. Because they also had their best defenders on Russ and PG, too. Like, Drew Holiday was right there. Yeah, and Anthony you know, Davis you was you got to know that. Yeah. For sure. And, and so. that's why. But that's. So the hard part about it in the midst of it is it, it literally was the right play. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was the right play. It's unreasonable to expect every game winner to go in. Like yes. those shots, when you're shooting for the game to win the game at a last second shot, it is unreasonable to expect it to go in. Yeah. And I think the hard thing also is in the middle of it is we just remember that last shot, but the play before, right. I mean, the Thunder had two chances oh gosh, to that, tie it. Yeah. That play before was so terrifying. Was it that, was, are we talking was, about the one where Russ basically just fumbled it out of bounds or fumbled it to the... No, that the, like the frantic play where they passed oh, yes. it like 700 oh, yeah. times and it induced diarrhea in every Thunder fan <laughs> across the country. I mean, it was so it was so frantic. You were just like, oh my gosh, Like it, they were playing hot potato. Nobody wants to shoot. Like, Somebody shoot it. It just felt like, oh, yeah. That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were, tr- they were all trying to make the right play. That's like, this is like the growing pains I'm talking about. Yeah. Is that they were all trying to make the right play. And it is not quite natural yet. And, and then it turns out, what's and then it turns in into a rest, uh, quick three point. He shot had with, to at that with, point with. Well, he had like four second, four to five seconds left on the clock. He needed to take the shot. Somebody needed. Someone to shoot needed the ball. to end that. <laughs> it needed to end this. <laughs> the and mer- also like the a mercy re- three, right? You know? And if rest hits that, then like everybody's super glad he hit a big three there coming down the stretch. He did. Too. He Russ shot. Was, the, he shot yeah. the ball well down the stretch. A lot of people are worried about Russell. He he was weird in that game. There was yeah. like the he lost the that rebound right to Anthony Davis. I feel like Anthony Davis had 
a very fortunate 44 oh or whatever my he had. Gosh, there were there were so many like little plays where he probably really had like Steve a, played great defense. Right. The ball bounces right over oh my gosh. to Anthony Davis for a layup. He, that was at like crucial time too. Right. That was towards the end. Oh my gosh. He probably had really 35 points, but was gifted. And I will say this about nine off, points. I will say this about offensive rebounds. And I think the Thunder also benefit from this, so just to be fair, but I, I do I remember vividly watching the Pelicans get a bunch of offensive rebounds because their three point shooting was so atrocious. Yeah. Like Solomon course. Hill would shoot it and it would hit the back of the rim and fly right back to the perimeter where the yeah. Thunder are crashing, mm-hmm. the ball is not coming back to where it crashes, you know, yeah. like or where the ball, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's also part of it. Um, Man, it's not. It's not a loss I got frustrated about. It was kind of just one of those like, that happens. You're going to lose games. In an 82-game season, you're going to lose games. It's just going to happen. Yeah, and so the Thunder do play tonight uh, in Denver and then come back and play the Clippers on Saturday night here in Oklahoma City. This is a – I mean, they've got to – ideally, obviously, win both of them. You've got to get one. Got to win both. Got to win one of them. Tonight's on ESPN again. Yeah, I know. I know. Nine o'clock tip, I think here local or something. But the Nuggets are yeah. the Nuggets have like five players that are healthy right now, so that's that is true. So do the Pelicans. Yeah, but they it, yeah true. <laughs> yeah, but they have uh, Darius Miller, dude. <laughs> they do. He was actually kind of good. He was really good. That was making me the most mad of everything that was happening. I was playing in Europe two years ago. What is happening? They just had a guy. I mean, but they just had Anthony Davis. AD That's all they awesome. needed. And R- Randall is Randall's so good. He's so difficult to deal with. He'd be with. really good for like a, like the Lakers. Uh, he'd be really good for them. <laughs> He's going to get paid so much. I, I wouldn't be surprised if New Orleans, like if they can get, if they can convince, I mean, it all depends. New Orleans is in such a difficult place, man, because it is awful. They're going to have to offer this contract to Anthony Davis with the potential that he's going to say no. And then like, hey, guess what we're going to have to do? Totally reset our did franchise. Did you guys listen to the Jackie Mack uh, low post? I did not. Yeah. Okay. They both were kind of weird about the Anthony Davis stuff. Like they both kind of hinted at, well, we might see something pretty soon coming up about Anthony Davis, like trade wise. Yeah. yeah. They both were hinting at it. It was kind of weird. Well, and they, I mean... Jackie's super connected to Boston. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What? So, all right. So while we're here, we're talking about it. And I don't, I'm not even talking like money, what it matters. And, and, mm-hmm. and New Orleans will not have the leverage in this. I guess they could because I prefer they, to only talk about cap space if we, yeah, if we no joke. Do that. that's really the only luxury thing that matters. Tax so if you're, Jay, the, how do you think you win championships? If you're the Pelicans <laughs> by spending well over the cap, uh, <laughs> The Pelicans, mm-hmm. if you're the Pelicans, there's nothing that can give you equal value. Like, it's impossible for Anthony Davis. But what if you're just, let's say, Boston? Yeah. What are you not going to settle for less than? I mean, I'm just, I know they won't do Jason Tatum, but I'm, for like three weeks, I'm just like Jason Tatum, or I'm not answering your call. Mm-hmm. And Boston will say, I will just wait and sign him in the offseason. He has a year left on his contract. Yeah, that's what I meant of 2020. That's what Danny Ames said. They don't have the cap space to sign him. They couldn't. Ju- they can't do that. Yeah, so they do have leverage. That's great. What are the Lakers? Oh, I'd say Ball, Ingram. Mm-hmm. Kuzma. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yes. That's what I would say. You can keep Josh Hart. You got to give us those three. Here's – and I can't – I think it was Brian Windhorse – uh, Hoop Collective made this talking about this, but I think for the Pelicans, like, and I'm not trying to be fatalistic, this is legitimately a franchise killing move. 
It could be. Like, they're not drawing people with Anthony Davis in town. Look how bad they've been for so long. Like, that that front office, ever since, mm-hmm. even with drafting Anthony Davis. I mean, they were they had one or two good seasons when they were here in Oklahoma City. Or right around that time. Chris Paul, David West. Yeah, but this is the ownership group that came after Don, uh, after uh, David away. Stern. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was their owner. <laughs> Same the franchise, that's yeah. right. But I think, I, I, man, that's that's the thing that they mentioned on that podcast that I was so, like, this is going to be the team that's going to end up in Seattle or yeah. Las Vegas or something like that because they just can't. Now, the the I, I really do think the NBA will really fight to keep the team there. But, man, they are going to take a hit. You don't replace Anthony Davis, who's not drawing a ton of people anyway. Yeah. You're not going to draw more people if you get Ingram, Kuzma, ball or some collection of new guys that are young yeah you won't that's why that's why i'm just like hey boston you guys have so many good players you need to give us jason tatum and i don't i don't think boston does it i i would not take jalen brown and marcus smart and a pick i would not do that that i think uh, that would that would not be a good trade for them no jalen has not been great this year and i think he'd be better if he's you uh, gets more shots but i just you can't do that. You I, you go take the package from the Lakers. You mm-hmm. you go find something else. And if Hayward were anywhere close <laughs> to being himself, like I think he would be a starting piece in that trade. Mm-hmm. You would go Hayward, mm-hmm. Rozier, you know, whatever. Like a couple picks, future picks. Like I, I anyway. It's just I think that's an intriguing kind of future. That's going to be that will be a move. This is a potential move coming on the horizon. It feels like that will reform the nba for the next five years yeah is that too strong to say that no when no. A, when, a, when a player like that moves and it moves to a team that's relevant yeah it's kind of like uh and kevin durant <laughs> and in the east yeah so then you have more stars in the east and now this i'd love for him to go to boston yeah just for that reason alone yeah. to not have him in the Western Even conference the- and to also not have a lebron anthony davis lakers team yeah yes Although, and I keep saying this, but like, what do they got? I don't know. LeBron's, what, 75 years old and still playing at a level that nobody else is? Oh, yeah. LeBron's He's still not so good. I know. It's like, I was like, well, his timeline, no, they probably have the same timeline because LeBron James is a robot. Yeah. I still think one of the biggest question marks to Anthony Davis is you absolutely do it. Without question, anything you need to do to get Anthony Davis. But I don't think it's unfair to really still. I think Alvin Gentry is going to play him into oblivion this year. What choice does he have? None. He doesn't have any. I get that. Now, the Pelicans, I mean, I don't know what they could do, but they they should try to add pieces, obviously, but so should everybody, it feels like. Um, mm-hmm. They really need to add shooting. Right. Oh, what does everybody else want to do? Add, add shooting. shooting. Hey, if the Thunder could just add a shooter, that would be just, that would just make everything great. But yeah. is it all surprising, though, that they wouldn't take a run on, like, a Nick Young? Why would anybody take a run on a Nick Young? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Because he supposedly can shoot. He sucks, though. Okay. He sucks. <laughs> he does. He's not any good. I know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, give guys a shot. You don't, you've got a half a roster empty right now. You've Jalil Okafor still on your bench. Yeah. You think he's old he, upside down here. Young sucks. <laughs> anyway, that's enough Pelicans talk for now. But so hey. the Thunder got a big weekend, and uh, it's pretty, pretty. It Thoughts on tonight's game? Nope. I don't do that anymore. 
<laughs> nope, we don't do I that. Have, I'm not asking you to win. I have too much direct to influence on how this team plays by my predictions. I'm not asking you to predict. I'm just hey. Uh, so I mean, like they're missing Paul Millsap. They Gary should Harris, win. Gary I, Harris, Will Barton. I don't know what his status is. Anybody know? I'm looking right now. So I mean, they should have the advantage. They have a day of rest. They they should. And I I feel better about this team when they're playing off of a loss. You know, I just, for whatever reason, they play better after they lose. I feel like they learn things when they lose. Mm. And so, like, they... Don't we all? Well, they lose to Chicago on the road. They come back and just kill the Jazz, which was super enjoyable. Gosh, we didn't even talk about that. That was like, put it directly into my veins, please. It was so much fun. I think think that they... I think they have a good chance tonight. Yeah, I think so, too. So, right now, the Nuggets are favored by two... Um, which is really just home court advantage is the only thing that sways that. But, right. Yeah, mile high advantage. What's crazy about the Nuggets, so the last five games, they beat Memphis 105-99, which Memphis has kind of tailed off a little bit too. But they lost at Atlanta and at Charlotte back-to-back. To back. Yeah, on the road. That's brutal. Brutal, man. It's the injuries. I know, man. I it's mean, like- Jokic has to be like an MVP type. He has to have a night like AD did against the thunder which for them to win i hope he decides tonight's tonight he only takes one shot so the <laughs> that the injury one shot will barton's out jamal murray's day to day he's down to dunk he's down to dunk and then paul mills nice. out i like that i mean that's a problem <laughs> i the, like that i know should, i think they're gonna win i think they're gonna the nuggets him. no i think okc's gonna <laughs> okay kill <him>. <laughs> <laughs> what's that giant Guy that I never heard of that plays for them that played a lot for or against Oklahoma City and didn't because he had no idea how to handle him. Mason Plumley? No, golly, Giant I'm sorry, guy. give me just a second. Mozgov. I'm gonna find um, uh, uh, Marcus uh, Craig. Camp- Marcus Camby. Uh, <laughs> stop! Stop it! Eddie Curry. Tory Craig. He looks like a giant on the floor. Giant you know? guy. He's a wing. I, I got it, guys. Jay. I got it. Okay. I can't remember. Maybe one hits. Move on. What are we doing? I'm, we're listening we're to you talk. I'm sorry. You to I'm talk so about sorry. This. That was a good point you brought up. Hey, guys. The Thunder are having a big weekend. And if you're having a big weekend, you know what you should make part of it? Tory Craig. Anthem beer. Tory Craigman. Uh, we got me and Andrew have uh, Alex Pierce coming in. <laughs> I'm going to see Alex probably later today. And you give know what? Him a I'm going to kiss for me on the belly. I'm going to give him a little kiss for you on the belly. And then I'm going to give a little <laughs> gift to him. And an Anthem beer. Because uh, when, when he comes into town, he's from far away where he's from. Anthem beer isn't available. When That's he comes true. in, he always shows up with a thing of Anthem. It's the holidays. I'll provide one for him Woo! today. Happy. And a great place to go if you don't got plans, Friday night, go to the tap room. That is where they actually make their beers. They have a bar set up. They have live music on Fridays. And they have beers that aren't available anywhere else specialty beers that they are making just for their tap room uh it is always encouraged to try them give a little taster look at a little taster see what it's about or you know what get the whole thing if you like it you can take home a full growler it's, it's a really great great place um wow thanks dad <laughs> and that's what i'm gonna that's that's my plan so, guys, support those that support us. Anthem Beer is great, and uh, it'll make your weekend. It will take it from good to great. Wow. All right. Guys, let's jump into some Twitter questions. Twitter 
our first twitty quitty comes from at chance Patton two one who wants to know should the thunder take a chance on Jabari Parker if he gets bought out he gets bought out they're talking about buying him out they told him yesterday he is completely out of the road I know that but are they gonna buy him out I would assume so the only reason I even think this is a thought is is because I really think that if if you're Jabari wouldn't you go to him and say, you're paying me to not play. Like, why don't we negotiate a smaller rate and I'll go try to play and, yeah. and redeem my career. That's, that's the only reason I would say that. But, uh, the answer is no. Also, he's, he's basically Jared Dudley. Just, he just fast forwarded to Jared Dudley today. <laughs> he really, he's man, big. Sad, he's big. Man. He's big. He's, he's, he's vividly remember deep dish. And not that, that this is necessary. <laughs> he's eating at Giordano's <laughs> way too much for real. Illuminati. Man, I wish I could have that right now. It's <laughs> so good. I remember vividly that draft. Taylor Dickerson being the biggest Jabari Parker guy in the universe. Now, now what do you have to say? Now, to be fair, <laughs> yeah, to now. be fair, it was comparatively to Andrew Wiggins. So it was not just, like either one of them are destroying right. the world. Although Wiggins is, you know, still playing the, the, the NBA, debate right? was the thing that was annoying me was everyone was like, Oh, Wiggins is going to be so much better than Jabari. And neither of them, nobody had seen them play in the NBA. And so I was just saying, why does everyone just think that everyone was just wrong about everything? I know <laughs> I was wrong. They were right. Embiid was three. Well, oh, that draft yeah. wasn't that draft wasn't great. Everybody thought it was going to be awesome. I mean, the MB pick was pretty. Marcus Smart. I'm trying to remember who else in that draft. I'm on it. Noah Vonley. Oh. Oh, I, yeah. Vonley was everybody like Everybody got so pick. hyped on him. So hyped on Noah Vonley. I still am. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would not take a chance on Jabari Parker. Why in the world? What, what role does he play on this team? He's one of the worst defensive bigs in the NBA. And he owns it. Yeah. To the Where he says... I don't get paid to do that. And also, you get paid to be better on offense than this. Well, team, and he's shooting under 30% from the three-point line this year. Now, some of it is always skewed. Like, there was the last two years in yeah. Milwaukee, he shot mid-30s. He's That's, not. He's just not very good. The only thing I would even think of is if you're desperate enough for shooting, you think it, – it, that's a total gamble on your, your – uh, that is a total gamble on your culture and your team to be able to – it's kind of the Nerlens Noel, but – Dude, I, yeah, but like Nerlens can defend. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not mm-hmm. advocating for it. Don't do it. It's just one of those things where I can kind of see like why somebody would at least bring up the conversation about. Yeah, it. I mean, what are you going to tell them? Hey, come to the Thunder where you can maybe play ten minutes, but if you suck, you don't. Yeah, right. We'll see, yeah, we'll he's see not if gonna, you he get Patrick Patterson's minutes. Right. What's funny though is if you got kicked out of the rotation in Chicago, where are you going to play? Yeah, that's a Atlanta, Phoenix. Oh, Atlanta. Also, I'll say this: Boylan be acting crazy. <laughs> he is. He's crazy. Boylan. Boylan was is not crazy. ready to be it's an very, NBA coach. <laughs> Boylan believes he was so ready. These moves are like <laughs> Boylan's. Like I've been waiting years to have this control. It's They're very, like Fred Hoiberg is too. You nine. out. <laughs> you out. You out. All the best players. Fred, <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> Fred. Hoiberg was too nice. He's too nice. He didn't really control this locker room. And Boylan comes in. He's just like, hey, guess what, boys? <laughs> We're going to practice. 
Get on the, the time. Get on the, the line. The team was like, hey, no. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, get on the line. This isn't a high school team, man. I thought that was the funniest he, thing ever. That team acting like they were like a legit team that could have actual qualms with each other. Like the coach and the players. Yeah, Fred texted me. He said that. Uh, Jim Boylan coaches like Thunder Twitter. What coach the Thunder team? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my That's... contact lens. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. Andrew, no. Lord, no. He's no. gone. His, eyeball, his eyeball fell out. Guys, let's move on. Let's stop <laughs> Let's stop talking about Jabooby Pooper and move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Fluky, who wants to know, when should we say that Abrinus and Patterson aren't in a slump? and look to trade them mm. because people love to accept trades for people who aren't in a slump and are just very bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I think Patterson's potentially could be more of a long-term, like a reality that he just like may he not might be not as, just, yeah, be good. he just may not be good anymore. I don't really believe that, but I think his is more, I think Brenus that when he got sick for like two weeks, he has not recovered yet. Like in, and Abrinas at least has a track record, even this season, of being able to contribute on a high level. And so I'm not to the point yet. And also it is the reminder, like I know that Sam Presti has somehow convinced us that this happens a lot, but people don't want your crappy players for their good players. Right. What? I mean, it's, they do they not? It's my, it's my my favorite thunder Twitter take. Hey, this guy is terrible. Trade him, trade him for a reason, (laughs) but it all goes back to campaign. (laughs) That's the reason. Yeah. I mean, is there a reason? Like, I mean, first of all, they traded him to Garpax. So, I don't know, Jay. So, I mean, they have to find you have to find somebody dumb. Campaign was at least a lottery pick, point guard. You guys, did you spill a bunch of water? No, it's not that bad. Oh, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Um, yeah, I get, I get that. I get that. So, I mean. Yes, I, I understand, but you can't turn a guy who took a $5 million contract into Todd Gibson again. I just don't think that's going to happen. Also, there's like a chance that both those guys can turn it around. Yes. I mean, they both, like, I understand, like, it's frustrating to watch them miss night after night after night. I really, I believe that Alex Sabrinas is going to shoot the ball better. God, Patrick Patterson's shots are just not even close. <laughs> Like those he airballed the three. He airballed the three. Oh my! Yes, I, I have less hope for Patterson. Is there any question that's a total mental issue for Patterson, dude? Like uh, his confidence is shot. Shot. I mean, shot. Wouldn't yours be? Yeah, but um, Alex's I, isn't. That's I have, why I have hope for Abrinas. I have absolutely the like dumbest confidence in the world when I get on a basketball court. I just shoot half court shots. Shoot them. Well. I don't know. It's, it's you or Klein Smith. <laughs> no, you know, okay. But then people reported on the job that you did after. That it is, yes, it is very different for me playing in my church gym versus playing an NBA game. It's oh, like, we talk about it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> just it is one of those things. I, I, I do. There's more. There has to be more confidence that Alex Abrina is turning it around. Yes. Like you can even see it. And Alex has kind of historically been one of those guys where his percentages aren't necessarily found on a night to night basis, but it'll be, he'll go one for five like he did against Pelican. And then tonight or tomorrow night, he'll go six of nine or something, you know? Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I, I think they might go try to find somebody else to replace Patterson. Yeah. I think there's a chance of that. But I also think there's just way too much attention paid to both these guys. But there's also this reality that, hey, everybody else is looking for those guys too. 
Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the problem. Is that like <laughs> go get a shooter? Okay, like everybody's trying to find a shooter. The Jazz just traded two second round picks to get an over the hill shooter. What? Which team is looking around me like, oh my gosh, it's a, an abundance of wealth. Too yeah. much shooting. <laughs> Too get much. some of this out of yes. here. I mean, you have to look at that, and that's another problem. Is it usually it's good players on bad teams that you can go get? That's usually that's usually what happens, and there's not enough bad teams i mean no it seems like everybody's trying to so i mean like the thunder are in ramona shelburne said that the thunder were looking in to getting uh kcp really i saw that yesterday she said it on like some radio show that she's heard and what do you guys think about that Mm. my thing is like don't we have like 20 year old kcp on our roster already yes isn't that what terrence ferguson is and what is kcp expecting does kcp think he's a starter oh yeah absolutely i mean i'm sure he does everybody hear what lebron said yesterday yeah he's like hey people get traded and they're like oh so it's (laughs) happening good to know yeah he basically said (laughs) kcp is getting traded it's gonna happen people get traded you just gotta figure it out my friend my best one of my best friends kyle corver just got traded it's gonna happen you know what's hilarious is tomorrow there will be a there will be a trade like like comparing kyle corver to kcp is that like kyle corver was buried in the bench in Cleveland and also a professional made baskets every time they put him on the floor. Yeah. Like that's not quite apples to apples, but snapple. Would you, so uh, KCP is what making 15 million this year? 12. And he shouldn't have gotten that contract. Yeah. They just didn't have anything else to do. So they're like, just pay him one more year. No, LeBron that, gave him that contract. Yeah. He's a LeBron client. <laughs> I know he's rich. What, not rich show. Who's that? Rich that's, Klein. No, not Rich Klein. No. Uh, Rich Kleinman's whatever they are. agent. Yeah. I, I I don't want KCP. I think you've said and I, and the more I think about it, the more I agree with it. Is and maybe I'm just totally dumb, but I, I like I actually kind of like our wing rotation. I like our shooting guard rotation. I'd like to have a bigger wing. Yeah, I think that's where I'd rather have Trevor Ariza. Like if you're going to be a part of the Trevor Ariza trade, go get Trevor Ariza. Yeah, right. If you're gonna be the third team, be the second team. Yeah, just say no. Like we want Trevor. Is anybody just call him Trevor? I think Trev nasty. No, Trevor is a very weird name. <laughs> hey guys. Hey guys. Let's move hey, on. Taylor's mic's broken. Mic's Would you broken. trade for Trevor? Would you trade one of Diallo or Ferguson for Trevor? Trev nasty. This is. You want to know why I'm not a GM? Is I like people too much. Because I love Diallo, and I still think. Are you, what are you suggesting about Sam Presti? That he likes people, but he likes he's. I mean, he does the job. I'm just, I'm just you know what I'm saying. But you know what I'm saying. Joking, like I love, joking, I love Diallo. Yeah, and I think Ferguson. I think one of the underappreciated realities of the last two, three weeks of the season is that Ferguson has been way better on offense. He's been awesome, and he is a great defender. He hit two threes against the Pelicans. So I, I mean, I'm just not ready to bail on either one of them. I think for me, I'm like for real. I stand pat with this team unless something like really big comes out that I can move Patterson for. <laughs> yeah, not not big that comes. Yeah, you know, like like, Anthony Davis for Patterson. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, straight we up, could do that. But you know, like if you could put Patterson TLC in a pick together, or a future second or something, because the Thunder don't have a first to trade until 2024. I don't think. But yeah, yeah. But if you put something together to go get somebody that's that is more of a you know, I don't know who's out there that fits that bill. 
off the top of my head, but but maybe a stretch four. We've talked about Marquis from Marcus Morris. If if the Celt- uh, if the Celtics did get Davis, is there a chance that Morris would fall out of the rotation? Would you trade Diallo from from Marcus Morris? Probably. You traitor. I for me, it's like I'm just thinking timelines. I don't think Presti would do it. But I think timelines. I think Marcus Morris for the next three years with this, with George Russ and the squad and Adams, like that's a freaking. I don't know. Is Marcus Morris just getting that Celtics bump? You know what I mean? How there's like these middle to pretty good players that get this Celtics bump, and then when yeah. they go somewhere else, they go back to like Avery who they Bradley really has are. not been good in like three years. Avery Bradley, Terry Rozier now just isn't good. But wasn't Marcus good before he went to the Celtics? What he with the Pistons? Is it the Pistons? Yeah. Remember how I thought it was a terrible trade trading. Avery Bradley for him. Everybody thought it was a downgrade. That's true. Very true. I don't know. I would not do it. Yeah. I like. I, th- I think Diallo's potential. T- two years from now, he's yep. still under contract. Very cheap deal. It could be. It could be an incredible deal for the Thunder. So why not? Why not give? And I think they've defined that they don't think Nader is a four. But like, yeah, they won't play him there. Or Burton, like let him run out there. I mean, Burton really got dominated by Randall, but on some level, like you have to continue to trust your players. Like you yeah. cannot, like everybody thinks that you can just like pull guys in and out of lineups. I, there's there's too much of a human element there. Yeah. They be, they believe in the organization believes in Patrick Patterson, right? Until they have a clear upgrade over him, they're not just going to just try stuff because they they still think. I mean, he has a track record of shooting the basketball well. He also has a track record of being incredibly streaky. Yeah. You know what? You know what's funny though is Donovan is not doing this year what we're used to him doing, which is experimenting every single game, having different lineups. Because he has and now, good players. Now he has good players, and he's trusting right. them. And now we're like, why doesn't he just sub in these guys for this game? <laughs> like, why doesn't he try this? Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I love Deontay Burton. He's super fun, but I don't. I mean, you want him to play your backup four? No, 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 no. I mean, no, no, he's no, no. he's not very tall. I I think Alex and I talked about this Wednesday. He's not he's not that big. I mean, he and he's closer to Raymond Felton's height than he is Patrick Patterson. I think it's just so so shocking because he can dunk with so much fury. Fury. He's so much fun. And I will say this: this is the other thing to think about, and it's not something. This is also why I'm not GM is I'm not good at figuring out who the team needs. But if you bring in Marcus Morris, what does that do? And not that that's even an option. But what does that do? Like I don't. I don't want Grant to play less. Yeah, you're not going to start him. I don't want Grant to play less. And, and the whole game, and I think Brett said this as well, is the whole Pelicans game switches if Grant's not in foul trouble. Without a doubt. Like the Thunder win that game. Yes. More than likely. Jeremy's very helpful. He is, he's been great, and he's shooting the ball. I mean, it's, it feels like it's ticked down a little bit recently. Yeah. But he shoots it with confidence, and he, he's just, I don't know, I really have loved what I've seen from him, especially once he got inserted into the starting lineup. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Yes, please. It comes from at Ben Elephant King, who wants to know, I almost dropped my cell phone, should the Thunder put a mini half-court emblem just behind the free-throw line so Russ can walk to it so he feels normal again? What's the point of that rule? Speed the game up? Yeah. So instead, what they do is, instead of giving them the chance to do that, they just review every single play that could ever be reviewed. (laughs) The games haven't slowed down at all. They waste your time in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's weird. The free throw stuff is weird. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. It's mm-hmm. seemingly maybe become a little bit more mental than it is anything. And I, I'm not, I it's keep bloody mental. To listen to, but I think it is right that 
He he needs a game where he can shoot a bunch of them and get back into a rhythm because he's so out of it right now. Yeah. And he shot, I mean, last season, I think everybody forgets, he did not start the season very well at all. No, he, he was he a was part of the problem. Very bad at the To start of the, the season. season. And he got himself into a rhythm. It was that triple overtime game against the Sixers around this time of year that he got himself into a rhythm. He also had that off-season knee clean out last year, and this is about the time that he got into a rhythm. Yep. And so there's a there's a good chance that he starts to shoot the basketball well. And what's also he good, also loves to dominate the Nuggets in Denver. So. He does. He, he he's been he has been good this season. He's averaging a triple double. Mental. He's changed. He's changed the way he plays on the offensive end to a large degree. And so I mean, I you have to give Russell credit. Like through some of these struggles that he's had, he is trying to play differently, and this team is trying to play differently. He also has three absolutely babies. He's got three little kids. Babies are a problem, man. Everyone that has babies, they're just off for like a year. Is that true? I'm off. I have one, <laughs> literally one contact in right now. He's just, you, know who's fault. you know whose fault it is? A babies. My baby did that. Oh, my baby. Oh, my baby. Hey, let's move on to our next Twitter question. I, here, I will say this, though. <laughs> Do you is, have a stress ball? I, I always... <laughs> he really I'm does. Saying. I always think it is funny when we... It, I, and I'm not discrediting the fact that probably Russell, like, it does impact or shape him in some way. But also, Russell Westbrook isn't... Up at night. Yeah, he's not doing what we do, like would do with a baby. You don't know yeah. that. Mm. Maybe That's I'm, maybe I'm totally wrong. Also, yeah, the, you don't know that. Also, the Westbrooks aren't living in Oklahoma City right now. What? So that's what? another thing. What do you, you mean? think he's going to LA? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> they're not. Nina and them are not here. No, they're in but LA. But Nina has a store she has to mind every single day. Yeah, she she flies in every morning for that. Oh, she's the store manager. She has to unlock arc. the door. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I thought. She's the only one with a key. <laughs> Makes uh, sense. So anyway, yeah, that would make sense. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of that he, doesn't help. There's a lot of real life things happening with Russell Westbrook. Yeah, but they're not really humans. They're robots <laughs> they're for my entertainment. They're, they're machines made to play basketball. Yeah, for my pleasure. Mm. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Bryce Dick. Who wants to know what are the top five pizza places in OKC? Sorry, but this needs to be settled. It keeps him up at night. <laughs> Sorry. Little Caesars. <laughs> Come on, number one, Empire. Uh, yeah. yeah, Empire's good. They had yeah, it last I weekend, agree. and it was dope. Foghorn Leghorn. So good. Oh, it's so good. Empire's Chicken, the best. Sriracha, jalapeno. Jalapeno. Some jalapenos. <laughs> have you guys had... In, have you guys had... This is in Tulsa, so this won't count for our list, but Andalini's, it's in Tulsa. I have no. not. Tell me about it's it. It's unreal. They make their cheese oh? in-house. What? Whoa. What do you mean they make their cheese? They God, make their, I don't know how to be me any, any more clear on that. Like, the, they take the milk, they do whatever it is that makes milk have, cheese. <laughs> How can I be more clear on this? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they do whatever you do between milk yeah. and cheese. Duh. Duh. And they do it there. Idiot. They cure their own meat <laughs> in-house. What? And it was unreal. Unbelievable. That's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Unbelievable. Every pizza is $85. <laughs> I could not believe it. Unbelievable. I had, I had it Wednesday for lunch and it was so good. Okay, okay. Well, whatever. it doesn't count, but I'm just saying, like, shout out. We have some Tulsa peeps. Tulsa! Just shout out to T Town. Shout out to T Town. They actually, and they also have an app. You can order from an app. 
Oh. Bellini's Andal- so dominant. Andalini sounds so familiar to me. It does take six months between when you order on the app to get the pizza. Because <laughs> like they have to make in the March. cheese. They make the cheese to order. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, that, yeah that'll be ready <laughs> February 23rd. <laughs> Uh, okay okay halls empire empire where's halls it's somewhere between good and okay but we're not we're not we're making a top five power ranking this is they can all be good right okay so i'm throwing some out there and then we'll just rank them joe's (laughs) pizza uh (laughs) i just want to make sure hideaway gets respect on this list because hideaway is good hideaway number two Oh God, no! Don't be this. Hideaway, like, oh, hideaway is uh, good. It has, it's been around forever. I've had. I, it. Did I say that? Oh, I was born in 1990. Whatever. I don't like hideaway. <laughs> yeah, don't do this. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. <laughs> hideaway is the best normal pizza you can eat. That is such a BS. No, it's not. That's Jay. That's a great compliment. No, my favorite thing about it is that for some reason there's this like movement to wear hideaway because they own more than one. Stop it! Let me finish my statement. I never L- said any. Stop it! Listen, hideaway, it's the normal. His mic's not working. <laughs> my mic's broken. <laughs> the thing about hideaway is like because they've franchise or they've opened up more than one restaurant, everybody like, oh, hideaway oh. is just like a Little Caesars. Oh, it must not be good. Yeah, it must just kind of oh, be yeah. like Pizza Hut. I agree. Oh, it's on North it's still, Expressway. It must not be. good. It's still really good. Uh, it is great. Okay, defend yourself okay. for like 30 seconds. Here we go. Be careful. Be careful. This has nothing to do with... That's I, it. Honestly, honestly, hideaway, if, if they didn't have ranch, their ranch, it's kind of like, well, whatever. Oh, it's pretty good. I just totally disagree. Yeah, it's pretty you're good. so wrong. It's so good. I'll say this. You guys sound like you guys sound like the old guys who just blame millennials for stuff that has nothing to do with them being millennials. <laughs> Number one, we're all millennials. That's just true. because they have five locations. I just don't like the pizza. <laughs> See, <laughs> finally he says it. Wow. Okay, so what's so... Hideaway's okay. Uh, I'll put two. it at three. So he drops one, one spot. Where's the wedge? Where's the wedge? No the wedge. Like Twenty five on the list. I'd rather have little Caesars. Oh, the wedge sucks. I'll say it. I'd, I'd rather have no good. Last time Are I went, I had the worst pizza I've ever had. I'd rather have Domino's. Yeah, you know, the wedge is owned by the same people that own Broadway Ten and the Hatch, and I didn't know that. Yeah, wow, it's their only mistake. <laughs> So, um, wait, wait, wait. Are you putting? Are you I would putting put every, over halls? I would put every single chain I restaurant am. above the wedge in my mind. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. That's Agreed. What about, what about all American pizza? Yep. <laughs> I do barbecue chicken pizza. pizza. Okay, it's I'm, good. It's I probably bad. wouldn't really it's, put that. It's above legit. The wedge, it's good. You get a large pizza for six dollars, and it just is muted himself. It so is, good. And it is good. Yeah. So, what is your favorite? <laughs> it is so good. So, Taylor, what is your favorite? Hold on. Taylor eats. Taylor <laughs> I eats actually the, muted myself. Taylor eats at the wedge a lot. <laughs> I like the wedge. Uh, Empire's the best, though. It is. Yeah, yeah Empire's one. just the best. No yeah, question. That's one. it. I like That's calls. the only thing I can talk to you guys about, I guess. It's how good Empire is. Yeah. Well, so you one. like the wedge? I like the wedge. Like Which one do you go to? On Western? Oh. Yeah. That's the yeah. one that they, they have a good meatball. Once they have another location, <laughs> though, pizza. he's out. They do have another location down in Deep Dude. <laughs> I'm saying once they have three. Ah, that's true. Once they have three, which sucks, man. Corporate. 
Corporate, good out of here. Corporate, oh, oh corporate. They're in it for the money. Like, what you the can heck? say we you haven't can... even gotten to like four or five. So there's a place called Joe's Pizza in Edmond that's pretty good. There's also a place called uh, the Heat here in Edmond that's like a not here in Edmond. But it's like a deep dish style Chicago one for that's really yeah. good. As well. Ooh, I I love some deep dish. There's a place near here called Village Pizza. It's great. I've had. Is that real? Yeah, it's really good. And there's I've been the only person they they do not deliver, but they deliver to me on WrestleMania weekend because I specifically asked them to. <laughs> <laughs> I, called, I called and I said, "I need uh, this many pizzas in four hours. Can you do that?" And he was like, "Yeah." He was, I was like, "Can you deliver?" He goes, "No, we don't deliver." And I was like, "Well," and he goes, "But for you." I would deliver. Yes. Said, yes. That's you, awesome. You, you order there a lot. There's probably. a uh, there's a pizza place in Bethany. What's that one called? That's Papa something. Murphy's. No. <laughs> hey, Papa Murphy's <laughs> is pretty good. I like a take and bake. I, I'm telling you, take and bake makes me so angry. It is awful. Like if I'm paying the price, cook it for me. No, nah, it's, it's good. Terrible. You're paying for the ingredients. I've never done a take and bake pizza. They're pretty good. They didn't even make the cheese in house. <laughs> You know when they get their cheese? No. No one's the uh, store. They get it from freaking food distributors. Wow. You I, guys sound like a couple of freaking millennials. I told Amy that, that they made the cheese in the house. She goes, what, they got cows back there or something? What's going on? You're like, okay. Well, okay. I thought this was way cool. They actually birthed the cows back there, too. <laughs> Just from, from birth to cheese. And then when they're done giving their cheese milk, they use them as the meat. Sausage. Is sausage? No. Sausage is a bunch of different stuff, right? <laughs> What's that place over? Uh, <laughs> pork. Pork. Sausage. Oh, pork. Like, it doesn't have to be. 50th of May. If it's defined as sausage, it's pork. All right. You somebody have, tweet us because I'm pretty you sure. You can have turkey sausage. You can have all sorts of different sausages. Sausage. 50th of May. There's a pizza place. What's it called? 50th of May is a place. Ron's Hamburgers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that's like 31st in May, bro. 15th hey. of May. That's where I live. What is 63rd what of May? Pl- Whatever. Hey, that was pizza talk. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. That was like the worst food conversation we've ever had on this. On May sixty third, there's there used to be two. Sofa Bella's was up there, which was a good pizza. Oh, that they don't exist anymore. And then there was the place that became that other restaurant. No, yeah. Nomads. Oh yeah, Mazios. Yeah. Oh, then you have no. You do have a. Oh my gosh, what is the name of that place? It's Nesta Taco Bueno on 63rd May. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mazios. <laughs> Fazoli's. That's no. it. <laughs> oh, I know. Falcones. 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 It's good. That place is good. They actually they have Falcones after every Thunder game in the media room. Yeah, that's <gasps> what I was going to say. It's yeah. like three, they bring three pizzas. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. That place is good, man. Those are good. Uh, it's good. It's some Mazios. Uh, fourth and fifth Mazios. 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 Their salad bar cannot be beat. Did, you mm. go to, did y'all go to there when you were in high school? That Mazio's there on MacArthur? Uh, went there after uh, Royals victories when I was Ooh. growing up as a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. if you ask them nicely, they'll put some rent droppings on your pizza for you. <laughs> God. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Here is here's the next question. It comes from at Ben underscore Burke 10. If you could eat at only one restaurant for the rest of your life, what would it be? Anywhere that has burgers, uh, multiple variations. God, you love burgers. <laughs> <laughs> and he said Ron's hamburgers on the pizza. Why do you like burgers so much? This, you man, love burgers. this man loves burgers. Okay, one restaurant oh, the rest of your life. That means you can use anything on the menu. Oh, man. Yeah. You know what's really good? Red Rock Canyon Grill. Oh, Red Rock is so good. It's so good. It is good. I might choose that. It oh, is. That wait. probably is my choice, too. They have like Charleston, which is like yeah. the same thing, I know. but just a little less. You cool. can get the meatloaf. 
The meatloaf's good. I, I like the. They meatloaf. used to name all these things the by ribs. like the noises that their animals would make. <laughs> yeah, you remember those? Yeah, on I'll take the pluck and moo. Do they not have that anymore? No, they changed it. Well, I haven't been there in a while then because yeah. last time I ordered a whatever. A cluck and oink. Yeah, an oink and moo. A, hi- a hiss. <laughs> I ordered snake. <laughs> yes. Can I have a buzz? A bark and meow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, Red Rock is really good. It's really. Good. What's your choice? Oh, the wedge. Cool. Muted. <laughs> Just. <kidding>. Oh. <laughs> um. I think. I think I would do PF Jangs. It's good. I love PMJ. I think I couldn't get tired of PMJ. If I had unlimited money, I would eat PMJ for every because you can eat you can eat egg drop soup for breakfast, right? Egg drop soup and rice. Uh, Technically, it is egg. Yeah, I could eat Asian food every single meal. It's good. I respect walk. I respect number two choice. Yeah. Oh wait, no. PF Chang's isn't. Oh, that's they a ch- have a lot of them. Wait, mm. is that a chain? Dang it! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about Payway? You like Payway? I do, but it's not at PF Chang's level. It I like Payway. The like. Mongolian is what I always go with, and yeah. it was way better at PF Chang's. Yeah, Luke. I I don't know. You can't do this. I know, but I don't. Okay, uh, here's the village okay, here's pizza place. Arby's. No, not Arby's. <laughs> Arby's. Arby's. <laughs> I think <laughs> roast beef in the morning, roast beef in the evening. I think I would do ew Chick Fil A. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's a good choice. That's because they got the breakfast items. The breakfast, breakfast items is what turns me like. Yes, this is it's very good. What's your go-to breakfast item there? You know the chicken minis? Yeah, I know. The, I go yeah. the chicken minis. Yeah, don't However, those are great, man. However, always. I, I always take a bite and breakfast I and burrito. I bite it and I'm like, great. But then I have just a handful, a little bit of bread. Yeah, and then you're mm-hmm. very happy. That's why you just just one one bite down, man. Well, thank God they put that little like honey spread on there. It makes it break. Good. They're burritos. It's good. Breakfast burritos. Yeah, mm. they changed them. I know. They're not as good. I know. You'll start the revolution. Did they like change the, the salsa, salsa on it? What they no, do? like the salsa is the same. So they sauce. started adding tots Ooh. to it. And they don't have onions and peppers in it anymore. No, that was oh, that's, that's the reason messed I like it. up, bro. I know that's what I'm saying. I don't like the onions and peppers. Why don't you just put tots in it with the onions and peppers? I don't know. You could probably ask for onions and peppers. See, 2004 me would have been really happy about that change, but 2018 me, no way. I'm out. You're, yeah, you're. Uh... Hey, Jay, where did you order the garage burgers? Was that your place? <laughs> where did I order the garage burgers? Is that your place that you would eat out for the rest of your life? The what garage? did I say? The you said Charleston. Yeah, Charleston. You said the garage. You, you know, Charleston you has the delicious garage. burgers. <laughs> could I, could you just say Hal Smith? Anywhere, literally anywhere. Louis. That's unfair. Uh, actually, my restaurant is that. this. That's food. a Jay move. <laughs> is this food truck that only shows up once every two weeks in? <laughs> Oh right, my gosh. His mic's broken. All right. Our next Twitter broken. question comes from at Al Baby Cakes, who says KD makes everyone watch Michael Jordan highlights when they come to his house. If you were a big weirdo, what NBA or other video would you force everyone to watch when they came to your house? KD is a weirdo. Here's the, the first thing. So KD weird. he's such a he's, liar. He is a liar. That is a lie. Yeah. That is a lie that he needs to be called out on. That yeah. is not true. So he walks in. Hey, welcome to my house. It's MTV Cribs. Watch these Michael Jordan he highlights. Is such a, it is, he's he is such so a liar. Full of crap, he's so he's full of crap, he, I don't You want to talk about the, the, like, we could have a segment that said, what's the dumbest thing Katie said this week? Because that doesn't even there's win like, it. For me, when them. he said that there will be statues of everybody on that team in oh front. Gosh. No, there will be a statue of Steph Curry. Yeah, statues are expensive. 
and not a statue of you, Kevin Durant. Yeah. The place that you could have had a statue was here. You freaking ran out on. Also, statues are weird. I'm sorry. I, until that Russell Westbrook statue gets here, and then we go and take a group photo around it. Yeah. <laughs> they're naked. They're statues very, are weird. They're very expensive. And I want to die on Russ's shoulders. I assume very difficult to make statues. That's, well, why they aren't, they, that's why they aren't everywhere. The so, thing is, if you think about it, you don't just make the statue. You make the mold, and then the statue comes from the mold. That's well, not you, true. Well, you probably... Uh, no. You probably craft a, a plaster mold, That's make another mold. <laughs> um, <but> Kevin. <laughs> I, this is yeah, the most sucks. enjoyable podcast I've ever done. <laughs> Kevin is such, but let's just get back to Kevin. Kevin is such a Sorry. liar. There's no way he does that do he this. does that. He does but not if do you, this. If someone walked yeah, through your door. come over to my house, we just sit around and watch MJ highlights. And you made them watch something, what would it be, Luke? I have two. Okay. One is the season, or I think the series finale of nathan for you that was on comedy central and it is it's called finding francis it's the best thing i've ever seen and number two is cm punk versus john cena and money in the bank <laughs> which is a wrestling match it was phenomenal so finding forrester and money in the yes bank. finding francis okay it's mm-hmm. both are very good you're the man now dog. but i would have both i would have people to watch because most people when they walk in haven't seen these things so the first my the only show that i love enough to make everybody watch it would be west wings episode two cathedrals that's very inside if you if you watch all, the west wing you know what it is here's the thing we're all gonna say stuff that no one's seen hey guys come grab a seat we have an hour show we have to watch before we do anything else <laughs> What a freaking idiot. I got one. Not you. Kevin you guys Baker. know the show Intervention? No. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a show. You can understand what the show yeah, probably I is. Think I okay. Well, there's house. this one clip of a, of a dad who's with a son and the son writes him a letter and the dad like just breaks down and cries, Crying, and cries yeah. like this. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. Yeah. I would make everyone sit down and watch that because they need to understand how serious I am about father-son relationships <laughs> and about personal relationships in general. Any, before we do anything in my house, you need to know that about me, and you need to know that this is the video I watch every single day. <laughs> it's like a lamb. <laughs> I've seen what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. It's very good. I'm glad that these families are going through the worst moment of their life it's and we're good. just mocking them. I'm Andrew, not mocking you, man. them. He's, he's celebrating. I'm serious. Um, I don't know. This is a, it's a dumb exercise. I know what my I know what my dad's is because it's happened. It's my senior year swim 50 free race because he's done it to every girl I've ever brought home to meet my parents. <laughs> He, most of them, he's like, hey, you want to see Luke's swimming video? And they, regardless of their answer, he plays it. Are you serious? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, no. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yep. Hey, guys, I got a, one final question for you. Wait, did you win the race or was it one that you lost? And I he's like, third. look at this loser. I get, I get third, but he swears I win. And if you watch the video, it looks like I win. <laughs> <laughs> I probably just make people watch that thing you do. You, it's a great movie. Okay, for really quick, even if Katie really did do that, think of how damn annoying that would be. He's such a liar. Every time you go to Katie's house and he's like, "Uh, "Don't say a word, sit." Michael Jordan. We need to watch Michael Jordan. Katie, we have somewhere to be, man. I'm picking you up. We don't got time. Sorry, hey guys. Sorry, it's my rule. I've always done it. It's my rule. You've stepped inside. You must watch these highlights. I've never not done this. Although, watching MJ slap Malik Monk on the side of the head was pretty funny yesterday. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Two days ago. 
They it seemed like they were like they're just kind of more in like fun and like come on what are you doing yeah you know Michael Jordan he's a foul he's a real fun guy after the game winner got a technical foul did you not see that that, that's why he slapped him on the head is because Malik Monk ran onto the court and there were six players in the court man Jordan is such the thing that he has that's different than anybody that's ever played is a Hitler mustache is he Haynes underwear he would have killed he would kill anybody to win anybody you yeah. kill them to win yeah and that's what made jordan you know up like the best yeah that yeah. was my favorite part of space jam is when he killed elmer fudd and they won <laughs> well, the only reason they won is because they had that gatorade <laughs> bottle full of super juice of his juice <laughs> he nearly <laughs> murdered bill murray hey guys i got a final question i it could i think he uh wayne knight did die newman because he's a human he can't yeah. expand to those proportions no he died he died hey guys one final question Rest in peace. but before we talk about that Let's talk about Oklahoma Shirt Company. They support us, and we support them because they're great. Any down-to-dunk shirt that we've ever made is made through Oklahoma Shirt Company. And if you have a special event, they can make you shirts for that. Regardless of what it is, what you need, they have the ability. They'll work with you until... If you want to, them to make a design, they will design something for you. Mm. And we have been so happy to work with them. They have their shirt of the month club, $10 a month, a new Oklahoma themed shirt every month. Uh, Jay, what other states do they have? Arkansas, Missouri, Texas, Kansas, Puerto Rico. Yep. Here's what I'll say. You know how we're talking about that pizza place? We talked about a lot. From cows to pizza. Oh, cow to pizza? That's what Oklahoma Shirt Company is going to do for you. You have a dream. You have an idea. You need stickers. You need hats. You need shirts. You need pants. You need jerseys. You got them. From cow to pizza, they will hook you up. There you go. Support those that support us. Oklahoma Shirt Company. Hey, guys, one final question. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Jay, I know you're miffed and peeved. Talk about it. Miffed, miffed, miffed and peeved. So my son yesterday mm-hmm. calls my wife at like 10 o'clock from the school and he's like, my stomach hurts. And we're like, yeah, okay. Bro, what What's, are you talking about? Yeah, man? exactly. Bro, what are you talking about, man? And uh, he said, my stomach hurts. So, so I go up there I, and it was just one of those days where like I had 9 million things going on. So I go up to the school and I was waiting for direct TV at my house. And so as soon as I get into the school, the direct TV guy shows up at my house. I'm like, ha. Anyway, so he said he's fine. Like it was recess or PE time, and so he wanted to go to PE. And so even if he was, you know, vomiting everywhere, he would have told me he was fine. End up getting a phone call at three o five. He leaves school at three fifteen on the bus. Three o five from the front desk, ladies, and they're like, "Uh, hi, yeah, Andrew threw up three different times. <laughs> he threw up like a total of twelve times last night. Uh, and it's just always like with your kid, man. you're like, when do I take him to the emergency room? It's like, you don't, you just let him just get it out. Yeah. So supposedly there's like a stomach virus, just like running rampant at his school, which schools like, I don't remember being this sick all the time, but it feels like school is just a cesspool of bacteria and disease. Oh yeah. Children. So well, washing it, their hands. It miffed and peeved me a little yeah, bit. That's gross. Man. Uh, do you know, did they tell you what the throw up looked like? No. You should have asked. Yeah, let me describe it to you. Quite, uh, sorry, quite it's, chunky. It's got a lot of colors. It smells good, actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> Anybody else Mr. Peeved? Taylor? Nah. 
Nah. I mean, I'm miffed at y'all just because I'm the youngest guy and I don't like the food you like. Oh, no. Oh, you, you are ruining Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's is going out of business because you millennials won't eat Did there. Did you see what the Applebee's turned into on Northwest Highway? What? It turned into a place called, <laughs> what's it called? Lake, lakeside Seafood. Mm, that's, uh, no. That's awful. They're always trying to make it's not even close to a lake. Is it happen? That's right by like Hefner. I mean, mm, that's good. Hops, kind of, hop, yeah. skip, and they jump. Have to jump a couple neighborhoods. I mean, I hope they're not serving food from that lake. <laughs> right, but Lakeside is what. Oh, it's just Lakeside. See no, the name. I thought the name would have meant that they would have to be close to a lake. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. Ooh, ooh, oh. Anybody else miffed? Peeved? Um, just tired. Yeah. Peeved. I'm just, <laughs> no. just tired. I'm so, not that miffed. I've discovered my favorite concrete at Andy's. This is not even an I ad thought, for them. I thought you were just talking about concrete. I discovered the way to mix com- my own concrete at home. Hey, you know how that now, pizza place? From milk. <laughs> <laughs> From milked pizza? That's what Andrew does with concrete now. Mm, milky oh, concrete. From rocks. <laughs> oh, oh, my you God. Gotta get your rocks off. <laughs> Well, you guys won't even let me say it. Uh, tell us about your favorite concrete. I what do want to know. I want to know. Candy, Does it have mint in it? Candy cane. Oh! And Oreo. Mmm. It's delicious. You should go get it today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. 